0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What is good, y'all? You got Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Keller and Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, 6XM Channel 80. And ESPN two. What's up, boys, and this Friday morning? How's everybody doing? It's
1: Friday, Key. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't see the bridge. What the yeah, hell is man. going on? Yeah, because yeah. you left us. Exactly.
0: That's why. Made your way back to LA. That's It was why nice can't all yesterday.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, oh look, it's like seventy yeah. five. And
0: then he was like, I'm out. I'm out. Because he A knew ton. this was coming. Yeah, he also knew ninety eight was coming this weekend in New York. Ooh,
1: that's right. It yeah. wasn't nice. It was raining. It was, what was talking foggy. About? No, it was this and, morning. And, and no, in the afternoon. In the afternoon. It was gorgeous. You were already out. was beautiful. Nowhere to be
2: seen. Yeah, in I the know. Afternoon. Key, guess we what did? I did? Guess what I did last night? What you do? I watched Sanford and Sons. He did. What? I watched it. He did. What? I've seen it before. I just never knew what it was called. Lies, lies, lies. No, I. Just, I no, Wait I grew a up minute, in the '80s. Yo. Get out of here, man. I ain't I'm, as
1: old as y'all. That, that, I'm, it has nothing old to do with, with y'all canes Neither and stuff. <laughs> it has nothing to do with being old. It has something to do with being informed, Intention. touch. Wow. Yeah. Get this man, Key. Yeah. All right. And take this you black back to the motherland. Moment, I'm going to get you really informed. This Black
0: History Moment brought to you by Keyshawn J. with a Max and ESPN radio. <laughs> the ESPN app. And, and I, I, I mess messed around with TV1. TV1 too? Oh,
2: yeah. Wow. It was a full coming to Look Jesus moment for me you. yesterday. Can hey,
1: you know? man, I, I, I did not intend to, to put you on this. Guilt trip that you did. I'm sorry if I did that, Jay. No, no, you let was me never down, down the right path,
0: brother. You know he is he's he's SNS. My brother? <laughs> Jay Jay Keysign is SNS. Sorry, not sorry. He's sorry, not sorry from that standpoint when it comes to so am I I g I'm I'm feeling better. Thank now you. For yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Feeling yeah. better for you right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. I'm feeling about as good as Boston Celtics fans right now. Mm. After their team what they did last night to Miami, even in the series at one. And believe me, when you go nine for eleven in the first quarter, guys, from the three-point line, that's one thing. But think about this. This series is almost a bad third quarter from being too old, Jay.
2: will in favor of the Boston Celtics. Look, I'm going to tell you this right now. It it seemed like Boston was on a different level. Now, they say you could become part of the 50-40-90 club, right, shooting 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point line, 90% from the free-throw line. We've seen some incredible players do that. Right. They were part of the 50-50-90 club last night. Mm. 50-50. That's what Boston shot from the three-point line. That's what Boston shot – from the field, they made 23s, and Marcus Smart was a difference maker in the game. I still think this is going to be a series, though, Right. but that was that was one hell. That, that, Key, that's like those That's like those ass whoopings that you get back in the day where your dad just comes on, get over here on your lap, and just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: and where it sound and you like, you ain't got nothing else to do with it,
2: it, and just like got to take it. Where it sounds like <laughs> applause. Hey, yeah, jay you got to take, take it. It happens.
1: Jay, as I've told you before, yes. I'll tell you again. I don't know my dad, okay? (laughs) So... so. Don't use that. Don't feelings. use that. That was not not that. So like three minutes <laughs> in and we're we revealing everything as about I, each other. As I told you before, I do not, as far as I know, <laughs> the guy in the room with you could be my dad. Yeah, I have no me. idea. Oh, and me. I don't guy. give a damn. It my mom yeah, raised yeah, me.
2: Get this, man. <laughs> and I <laughs> don't <laughs> care. We, we don't need but, that
0: rumor started. I'm your daddy. We don't need that. But but what I was saying.
2: No, that's it. Freddie, look old enough. See? See, <laughs> that's why we can't have nice things anymore. <laughs> but what I would
1: say, though, it's amazing to see somebody like Marcus Smart who has, who had an injury, a significant injury that was questionable on whether or not he was even going to play in this game to come out and contribute at a level both ends of the floor yep. that he did contribute on. I mean, if you were a betting man, I wasn't putting any money on Marcus Smart playing or being as effective in a game. As he was, and this could be something down the line as they shift this thing to Boston where Miami can find themselves in a deeper hole going back to Miami in game five.
2: Well, look how it made the game easier, though, Keith. So he had 24 points, 12 assists last night, nine rebounds, but more importantly, one turnover. So this team in game one, had 16, 17 turnovers, Jason Tatum at four in the third quarter because they had nobody that can take control and make the game easy. Mm -hmm. Yo, from the first assist of the game for Marcus Smart, he drove baseline. I was telling Freddie about this this morning. He literally whipped that thing across his body across the court. That thing hit Jalen Brown right in the pocket. He made the three, and it was like, yo, damn, he just makes the game easier for everybody. Mm -hmm. But getting him, getting Al for back, you're seeing the complete – team overall for Boston, and look, man, it just seemed like they were on a different level last night than Miami.
1: And they have a better team than Miami. They do. Let's, let's face it. They just have a better team. They're deeper. Uh Their front-line guys are better than Miami's front-line guys, and in order for Miami to win this football uh, football game, football, this man. basketball yeah. game, they're going to have to rely not only on Jimmy Butler but the brain trust of Eric Sposter, the head coach, because I think – because of what Boston have from a personnel standpoint, they're going to be overmatched. Jimmy Butler was out there all by himself. He still did work. Right. There's no question about it. But the work that he did wasn't good enough against those guys.
0: Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM X Channel 80, and ESPN 2. You mentioned Marcus Smart, and after the game, even though we know he gave maximum effort, he sounded like a guy that knew when he talked to Lisa Salters that, yeah, when I'm on the court, everything's a lot better for our basketball team.
2: I was pumped. You know, I felt bad that I couldn't be out there with my teammate and go to battle with him. You know, we're playing against a really good Miami E team, and, you know, it's a blessing to be on the same court with him and going to to war, and it's just tough not to be out there, you know. So, But I got to get my rest, got to get my health back, got to watch and see some things and come out and execute this game.
0: I'm a big believer, guys, and you guys know this, confidence is dangerous when you have it, and it's dangerous when you don't have it. In that third quarter in Game 1, the Celtics did not have that confidence When things got out of sorts, they were terrific in the first half of game one. But when things got hairy, they didn't have Marcus Smart to calm everything down. Early on, it looks like Miami going to try to run them out of the building. Marcus Smart said, we're good, we're fine. Then he made play after play after play and relaxed everybody. When you have a dude like that that was sorely missed in that third quarter in game one and he was the complete difference in game two, you can understand exactly why a lot of people looked at and said, yeah, that game was an aberration because that guy was not there. Think
2: about this for a second. Out of the eight quarters that they played, Miami has only won one quarter. The third quarter, 39-14 in game one. Yep. That was the, that's the only quarter that they've won. The Boston Celtics have won every other quarter. And I, I said this yesterday, Keith, and I give them a lot of praise for it. Guys like Gabe Vincent, Max Strews, undrafted guys yeah. that are starters for the Miami Heat, and they're playing at a really high level. I'm like, I'm wondering when that dynamic's going to change. Mm-hmm. right? Because it has to get to a certain point. If you're Marcus Smart or you're Jalen Brown, you're like, yo, I'm a first-round draft pick. I'm you a know lottery I'm Jay- pick. I'm gonna beat that dude. And when he dropped Strews last night, when he <laughs> dropped them, with the twin twin cross cross. I'm like, that's how it should be. No, you know, that's you know how what's it's so crazy?
1: Be. You say that I equate this to football. I remember Bill Parcells, and I like going to Bill because he's always said some amazing things. He would say things like that, like that. We can't have too many of those guys on the field. Yeah, <laughs> undrafted guys, late round guys, because we gonna get run out of the we gonna get run out of the building. And that is what you just said is true. You can't have a bunch of non-drafted dudes. I understand they're great there in the NBA, but it's a reason a guy is taking where he's taking and another guy is taking where he's taking.
0: Right, because dudes matter more than ever before, especially yes. in modern basketball. For example, Grant Williams was critical to what they did last night, but he's not a dude like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. Or Al Horford. Or Al Horford, right. He's got that comes yeah. off
2: the bench to relieve No Al doubt.
0: Horford. And you two, and Key and Jay, you guys know, because you guys were dudes. Key, when you played at USC in the NFL, Jay Willard Duke. You guys know that when a dude does his thing, everybody else on both sides, they said, man, that's a blankety-blank we got to deal with. Or mm-hmm. you're on the other side going, our blankety-blank is black is back. Marcus Smart was that blankety-blank last night. And everybody knew it, especially after early on when Boston went on that run.
2: You know what it is, too, Key? Like, he brings um, – you just, there's a different presence on the floor when you see certain cats, right? So, for him, like, there's a – and I'm not saying that they are not as tough, but just when he's on the floor, it just feels different. Absolutely. Like, about the game feels different. The way he controls the pace of it, the way he'll talk some trash to you, mm-hmm. the way he'll drop people. It just seems like he is the, like the defined leader of this squad. That's simple.
0: And simple work, <laughs> especially in Boston. Now, even the series, they take care of a 25-point win over Miami. By the way, 4-0 this season in the postseason that was, for Boston. I was an Following right a loss in the postseason. Marcus Smart, a big part of that. That's part of Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We're going to do a little four on the floor for charity, starring Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Bart Scott, and Alan Hahn. And what can Jimmy Butler do to help his team?
1: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast.
3: If you're on the course, you know that golf gets so much harder when you're not comfortable. Elevate your game with the TASK Performance Clubhouse Collection made with highly technical fabric blends created exclusively for the TASK brand. Amazingly soft, lightweight, breathable, durable, and versatile. TASK garments keep you fresh and comfortable all day on the course, in the office, or for travel task has harnessed the performance attributes of natural materials to deliver better apparel made better and for better experiences. The clubhouse collection features polos, shorts, pants, and layering pieces in a wide variety of colors and patterns Task clubhouse collection will have you turning heads on and off the green. The perfect mix of casual and active pieces. The clubhouse collection elevates the golf classics through innovative and functional fabrics and design. It's time to step up your game with golf attire that truly makes a difference. Check out better now at taskperformance.com. Use code sports to get 20% off. That's code sports at tascperformance.com.
0: Oh my God, Keyshawn J. Willen, Max and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, X-Men Channel 80, along with Jay Williams and Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie coming from Mass. Kellerman. Freddie, and you know
2: you don't have to intro it every time, right?
0: I'm going to intro it anyway because <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to know I just who you are. Just, I, don't get mad matter. at me. I'm
2: just saying, I'm, you know, y'all put me on to some things. Yes, you know, TV exactly. One. I'm just saying I'm putting you on. All
0: right, that's fine. But that's I all. want people to know who you are. And continue to know who you are. That's I don't fair. want them, I don't want you to be forgotten. You are, I don't want I I don't want the key to be forgotten. Yeah, you are brilliant at your job. Right. I, I don't know about brilliant. I don't want you to be in the same spot that Grant Williams was in last night. Ooh. Well, he's in the locker room. Why you got me
2: coming off the bench, though? I
0: didn't have you coming off the bench. But Grant Williams <laughs> felt like, man, I'm a key player here. Uh-huh. I can do some things. He's in the locker room. He's dapping up everybody. He gets to Deuce and Jason Tatum. Deuce is Jason Tatum's son. And Deuce doesn't give him any love. And Jason Tatum takes his son. They walk away from Grant Williams. And he had a smile on his face and walked away. Even he can't get away from that guy.
2: Yeah, this is what I love about it, though, because JT, Jason Tatum, brings his son, Deuce, everywhere, right? So – Whenever Jason's warming up on the courts, Deuce is Deuce is doing his warm up right behind him. Mm-hmm. He's getting everybody hot, ha- ha- you know, hyped up before the game. I, I just that's that's the one thing I miss most about Sports Key. Like I wonder what it would have been for me to be able to bring my kids. Like I, I see what that feeling is to bring other kids from the stands yeah. on the court and let them shoot around. But to do that with your own son or your own child has to be such a dope experience.
1: No, you know I had kids. Um, when I was playing, and, you know, I didn't necessarily – we they, I let I bring him down on the field pregame uh-huh. and let him throw the ball around and, and hang out uh, with other you know other players or people's kids and run around and do those sort of things. I didn't take him in the locker room. I think the only time I took him in the locker room was doing the Super Bowl. Uh, I took my son in the locker room doing the Super Bowl when it was over with. Um, I took him – I got him – one of my goals was so crazy because one of my goals in life – was to win a Super Bowl and to get my family out of the stands and bring them That's down, dope. I That's did dope. it with about three minutes to go in the game. <laughs> <laughs> the game wasn't even <laughs> over yet. You bring it <laughs> people on? Man, I done went up in the <laughs> stands. I went in the stands. I went into the stands and got That's my up, family yeah. because the security was trying to tell me I couldn't. I was like, man, get your
2: ass out my way. But <laughs> it's the same thing with Derek White. Like, Derek White missed the game last night because he mm-hmm. wanted to go see the birth of his child. And my thing is, at the end of the day, man, All these accolades, all these things that you can attain are incredible. But you don't get there without your family. Sure. Your family's sacrificing for you. So that's what it's all about, man.
0: And why would you not want to be there for the birth of your child?
2: Exactly. Nothing and good. what's wrong with
0: that? Well, apparently in this day and age, it's a sign of, oh, that's not commitment to the team. Or uh. you got to be there. Let the woman do the job and everything like that. No, I that I'm
2: committed to my team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. People are crazy. Yeah, well, we know people are
0: crazy. The, the sad part is they get crazier and crazier because they now have so many platforms where they can
2: explain they're crazy or show out they're crazy. That's right. He says, stay off social media. Yeah. But then he says, have you seen this article? <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody sent it to me. Kishan, Jay, Will, and Max—the podcast.
4: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know we're big fans of BetterHelp in all the ways it can help people with their mental health. And this year has gone quickly, and so I'd like you to think about something that you're proud of in 2024 so far. Think about what you would be proud of. What's something you still want to accomplish? This year, And when life goes fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate those wins. And therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months for the rest of the year so you can look back on the rest of the year the way that you have this past year to know that it went the way that you wanted. And therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I urge you, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So take a moment for you. Take a moment. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
5: Well, I mean, I think he's just a security blanket. Uh, normally, obviously, he's the defensive player of the year. And it's knocked away by Marcus Smart. And Smart brings it up into the
0: front court for Boston. Oh, he puts Bruce on his knees and reminded him how
2: good God has been to him. You know, I feel bad that I couldn't be out there with my teammate and go to battle with him. You know, we're playing against a really good Miami Heat team you know, it's a blessing to be on the same court with him.
0: Oh, God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Keyshawn, Jay and Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let the church doors are open here <laughs> on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. <laughs> for Channel 80. Tune in with Jay Williams and Keyshawn Johnson. A friend coming from like, he, know, he, 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 said, he made it work. He though. said oh, Max Drews I mean? got baptized. Yeah, he got by Marcus he got, he, he, got ba-
2: he did get baptized. Yeah. He got well, touched. Yeah. Well, we well, key. Yeah. When I
1: see somebody fall like that, oh, oh, that ain't you know what that is though. It's not it's not Marcus Smart. In his skill set that makes him fall, mm-hmm. it's his internal scared that made him fall. <laughs> he is, he is internally scared Wait, inside. Hold on he is scared.
0: You we, sound
6: like we, Gary Busey we, when you say
0: that. It was his internal can scared. scared. Can we show
2: like a the combination show the, of
6: the vi- Bill Walton and Gary Busey? Can we show the video of Matt uh, my voice, phone, by the way,
2: please? We, <laughs> key, how this is, I, I got to show you this. How people try to get up. After they oh, fall, though, AJ, tells he you, you a lot so about slow. who people are as a hooper. Though he reaches for the end, wait, no, but that's he you know why? Because I, so, I gotta do this. He Yates, you know what I'm talking. Scared though, but I'm saying Yates, you know what I'm talking about though. When you on the ground, if somebody's ever got dropped before, they know about this. When you try to extend it. <laughs> Your ass is on the ground, and you try to extend the hand, like, uh. And you still trying to contest. You ain't trying to contest the shot. Don't try to confuse that when you give it some extra effort now that you got dropped. You trying to contest life? That- and that's it? <laughs>
1: no, dude. Hey, Jay. I'm reaching. Please. You know, off the line of scrimmage, dudes get dropped like that covering dudes, too. They be trying to cover, and you just hit them uh-huh. real quick, and they fall. It's a wrap. <laughs> like, like, look at like, this, this is, is over.
2: Here it is. What, what, look, uh, Wow! Uh, oh, no, he didn't. Okay, I respect it. He, yeah, didn't he even retwir. He left it alone. But he, he gave, him, just, a there there he gave him a tap he he it. when Aaron Jay. He gave him a tap when Aaron Jay. Good play. He took it like, play, took it like a
0: champ. Yeah, he did. He Go, did good, good, good play, young good play, fella. fella. <laughs> Good play. <laughs> uh, yo, man, I'm not on your team.
2: That's how you get your I do see that you on your be. back like that. That ain't, that ain't oh, the way you man. wouldn't be looking at me. But you know, he's right.
1: out there, but but that that's all about him being – you playing scared. You you see him, and the first thing you say is, wow. Well, I know I'm not supposed to be out here with him, that's but I'm, I'm out here. Yeah. So yeah. let me, you know, I'ma give him I'ma give him ten feet of space. Right. Well he had no choice but to give him ten feet of space.
2: Hey Jay. He hey, said he's he on the ground playing hey, twister. James. Right. Right <laughs> hand
0: yellow. Left right. hand red. Left right. Him red, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> How much of that's going to go on, by the way, with the charity basketball uh, game that you guys going to have? Because two on two basketball game, you got Key and Jay on one side, hey, Barton Hahn on the other side, all done for charity. The winning team will have $10,000 donated to the charity of their choice. The second t- place team will get 5000 donated in their name. So, what charity are you guys playing for?
2: So impressive. Was just, the, I'm yeah, that is you. amazing yeah, the way just you
0: just flipped that. Just I by love by it. By. it. Eight years of college, ready. always worse. So,
1: what well, we're gonna way. so so we're playing for the, the uh, V Foundation. So the ten thousand dollars that we're gonna win, we're just gonna give it to the V Foundation, and then Han, them the losers, you know, the five Gs, which is cool for them. They are gonna donate that donate that to a Make a Wish Foundation. So mm-hmm. five for them, ten for us. I'm counting it right now.
2: Oh, alright I'm gonna tell you though, Freddie. Yeah. So yesterday we were uh, two days ago we were in the green room. Everybody's talking. And and Key started saying like oh let, let him sleep on me, and he started showing some reverse pivot footwork. Nice, oh
1: boy. Okay, I'm just
2: trying. That's to okay, tell you, Jay. Yeah, I, I, I ain't we, gonna give it all away, Key. Go, I'm just,
1: Jay, we're gonna without be without the ball, Do- though.
2: I mean, put a ball in his hands. Let's see if he <laughs> has.
1: Evan, the same. Evan, Evan. First off, it's stay if out of it dribble, real. You yeah, can't dribble. Yeah, don't talk. say nothing. Exactly. Can you dribble, so, Evan? Okay.
0: Quiet. Silent. If he dribbles the,
1: <laughs> if he dribble, they gonna think he's palming the ball because his ball gonna bounce over his head. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh my I don't know why I did yeah, that. That I'm was so, me, man. So, I don't know why, know why be... people
6: think you're a bully. Oh, see, I wouldn't give a damn what they think. Here. Yeah. Don't start using that rhetoric. So Jay, it.
1: Jay, uh, <laughs> the first time that I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this for you. The first time I'm gonna touch a basketball. Is when we go down to Raleigh the next week when okay. we're together okay. oh, in Raleigh. Shooting around? Yeah, yeah, right. we're shooting around in Duke, and uh, that'll be the first time I touch a basketball. Okay. okay, yeah. And then you tell me if you're comfortable or not. I, I think I, got, I think
2: you'll be fine. I'm not doing video though because I don't want everybody to see what exactly. they're about to get. I, we don't keep that. Yeah, you'll be like Marcus Smart. You'll we'll add you onto the roster. Yeah. Seconds before the game. The, the less Out intel, over. the better.
1: Yes. yes. The less intel, the better. That's you how I feel, you know, Freddie. I've report. always felt that way. No That's doubt That's why about. even. I used to hate as a player to have to go out there and warm up mm-hmm. in, in pregame to show everybody sure. I'll be lackadaisical walking around, coaches be mad at me. I'm like, I don't need everybody seeing how I run. No
0: doubt about that. Staring
1: at me. me, looking at me like I'm eye candy up and down. <laughs>
0: <Why are you laughs> well, I'm somebody? just going to leave the eye candy yeah, alone right? here. <laughs> by the way, we want to hear from you at Triple espn 888 888-729-3776. What NBA-NFL duels would dominate a basketball game? For example, you got Key who played football, Jay who played basketball, Here's an example. Tony Gonzalez and LeBron James. What NFL oh, NBA well, they, duo? Well, damn, that's one hell
2: of an example.
0: Well, I'll, I'll go K D and
2: Miles Garrett.
0: KD and Miles Garrett. Key, what about you? What do NFL NBA duo would you think dominated a basketball game? I'm gonna go.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ain't nobody beating KD and Miles Garrett. Oh, nobody got,
1: beating LeBron James and Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, oh,
2: I got one for Tony. You. Was Tony really like that, though? And Tony Cal, was like yeah, that he early was, he was on. Nice no, Cal. Jay. was, he was not, nice I've seen me. And nice I, I was with oh, Tony Jay. at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I get it, Jay. Jay. but I, I watched him. No, no it like, ain't got
1: like, nothing all, to do with the Super Bowl. I'm just, talking about early on. Yeah. You got to remember, Jay, you got to go all the way back to high school. He was nice at Cal. Nice, yo. No, that's just like me talking about. That's just like, oh, boy. Ronald Curry.
2: If I go Ronald Curry oh, yeah. in LeBron Ronald James. Yeah. Ronald Curry was it, though. Yeah. Ronald- That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but then when Ronald Curry started playing wide receiver, you know what happens yeah. in football. Y'all start getting in the weight room, mm-hmm. and he don't on the flexibility. Not, he lost it all. Yeah. But what are we talking about? Are we talking about
1: football, or are we talking about when they
2: play basketball?
0: I'm about I don't know. It's uh, yeah. up
2: to the host over but, here who but, didn't specify. But, but you
0: can make it any specification <laughs> you want. I'll give you one. I'll, give me Allen Iris and Antonio Gates. I'll take my chances. Oh,
2: hey. Ooh, Antonio Gates.
0: Yeah. Give me, uh, you give me those That's- two, I'll take my chances.
1: I think Gates was okay. I don't think Gates was... Miles Garrett, Julius Peppers. Yo, yeah, Julius JP.
2: You know, I JP, played against JP yeah, in college. Julius
0: Peppers could play. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's the right. only
2: dude in my life yeah. that I've ever seen. Carlos Boozer, who six nine, two forty five. Nothing Ronald, to do with it. But Ronald Curry was, <laughs> was like, nah, Ronald
1: Curry was McDonald's though.
2: Yeah, he was McDonald's All American. It's AI. Bubba Chuck in high yeah. school playing quarterback. And they're both from the same. They're both from VA. Yeah.
0: From the Tywood area, right? Yeah. Am I, am I, oh, wow. I think so. Yeah. Weigh in. Triple H, say ESPN,
1: 888
0: 729 other guys. Oh, you know who else? Who else?
1: Brad, uh, Charlie Ward in, in anybody in the NBA? Yeah. Ch- I mean, in anybody tiny, in the NFL?
0: Charlie was just tiny, though. Right? Yeah. He should have been drafted, though.
1: Oh,
2: Which tiny? Conversation. What you what mean t- tiny? Charlie, Charlie Ward, 6'1", 6'2". Six 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 two. Two. Yeah, you call that tiny.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he didn't want to be squatters. I know you see. But he had yeah. no choice. He had no choice. <laughs> exactly. He's, like, you know, Ward, yeah, he's cute. He's
1: cute. Charlie Ward was good though. He, he was, was, not, good, yeah, he was nice. Though. Trophy, no doubt and you about know, that. here's a lot la- here's a last one for you before we break. Yeah. My old quarterback, Brad Johnson. Oh, Brad could play a little B ball? Yeah, Florida State he played. That's right. Okay.
0: Was he with Bob Sear and those guys?
1: Man, I don't know. You taking me back now? Them names like '60s. What
2: he you talking about? Brad Boxer John- play he with Charlie and Sam Cassell in the '90s. Johnson, what are you talking what are you about? Pull that out here. He, 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 he did. He did pull that out. What the hell? He, he did Brad, pull Brad out. Look Johnson it up. <laughs> look it up.
0: I'm not. I'll take your word for it. Triple A say ESPN. 888-729-3776. What NBA-NFL duos would dominate a basketball game? For example, like Key and Jay about to play a charity game against Bar and Han, Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. So Nick Saban came after Jimbo Fisher, and Jimbo said, look at me, I'm the captain now. Wait until you hear two of the best coaches in college football in a serious war of words.
2: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max,
4: the podcast.
7: Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e bikes the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range. So you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com.
5: It's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to set up here and have this conversation about things we do. And it, and it's personal to us, yes, it is. It's personal to A&M, it's personal to our players, it's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. Jimbo
2: has every right to be angry. I mean, these were reckless accusations that were made without presenting any facts.
6: Where it goes, I'm not really sure. We'll
0: be lucky to get a handshake out of these two on October 8th, I can tell you that. There are plenty of friends in the ESPN Daily Podcast, not named Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. That ESPN Daily Podcast brings you a deep dive into a single story one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcast. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN2 with Jay Will and Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman, Max Kellerman. Boy, Jimbo Fisher, he got personal. After Nick Saban said that, hey, Texas A&M bought all their players courtesy of NIL, when Jimbo Fish had a chance to respond, he says, we didn't do anything wrong.
5: First of all, i say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organization. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. They broke state laws. They're, 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 they're all money. We bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way.
0: Jay, Will, he used despicable 15 times, J. and Mm.
5: Keith.
0: Yeah, he certainly
1: had a nice choice of words there. (laughs) But what I would say in Jimbo's response to all of that is, no, they didn't they didn't buy players. They did everything, the rules are in place. And if if NIL deals, people wanna contribute to the NIL deals to get a kid and a family to go to that university, it's it, it is what it is. I mean, hey, in the end, Texas A&M A and M won. They won the recruiting war because they had the bigger bag. Key. And when Nick Saban goes back, Jay, to the to the boosters and to the foundation of Alabama and get more money, he'll win it next year.
2: But, Keith, that, that's, that's not even the sound, though. That's not, that's not even what I want to hear. <laughs> Please, let's play the real response from Jimbo Fisher that we all need to hear.
5: Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out what he does and how he does it, and it's despicable. It really is. And it's a shame we have to sit up here and mm-hmm. have this conversation about things we do. And it's and it, and it, personal to us, yes, it is. It's personal to A&M, it's personal to our players, it's personal to our coaches and everybody involved. And I know the guy, know him really well. Oof. Well, I can't wait see, for the Jimbo
2: Fisher yep. book to come out. <laughs> you see, Key, that, that's <laughs> – so, like, my thing is when I heard – when I first heard it yesterday doing First Take mm-hmm. uh, about what Nick Saban said, I was like, oh, that, that's, that's wrong you know what I mean like that's wrong you're calling out reckless accusations you don't have any facts that you're presenting you're just throwing around Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M and we know that Texas A&M has had multiple top recruiting classes before like they've had 3 under Jimbo Fisher and they've also been in the top 10 you know I don't, I don't know, so many countless times right but when i heard the response by Jimbo i was like oh oh we 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 are getting extremely personal right now and there was no doubt in my mind that later on that day we would hear Nick Saban start to backtrack because, Key, you and I both know that everybody has bodies buried somewhere. Mm.
0: Even Nick Saban, who, as far as J. Fitz is concerned, he is tired of him being God when it comes to college football. Let's talk to our God, meaning Paul Feinbaum from the Paul Feinbaum Show, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, each and every day on the SEC Network. He joins us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on the ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Paulie fine. the floor is yours. Go after what we saw yesterday and heard yesterday involving Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban and all that that came with it.
6: Yeah, Freddie, I think the audience needs to understand one thing about Nick Saban. In his entire career, he has never said anything quite like this. So uh, it's extraordinary in that. The man's 70 years old. He's won seven national championships. But this has been building underneath him for some time. I've, I've talked to him privately. Other, many others have. Uh, he's talked publicly. And he's been like a volcano that, that's ready to burst. And he did it in, in the most uh, unusual way. This wasn't a big event. He was, he, was, he was speaking to a group of CEOs in Birmingham for another uh, situation, a, a World Games of young students, young players from all around the world. And what he was really doing was soliciting money because he was trying to make the point, we got beat. Uh, A&M outbid us, uh, and, and, and we need more. He, he, his words were clear. In, in today's world, saying that somebody bought players doesn't sound that wrong, but in the context of college sports, it does. And it was a shot across the bow, and, and Jimbo responded. Uh, this is now the second time this has happened. Jimbo responded to Lane Kiffin five months ago and, and basically called it a clown show. This was the most personal attack on Nick Saban uh, I have heard from anyone. Uh, I've covered this man for 25 years. I've interviewed authors of books who have delved in. Nobody has ever come up with this. Now, having said that, and, and Jay Will, I, you, you played for a man equal to Nick Saban. Uh, whether the skeletons are there, very few people will ever admit knowing that. Mm-hmm. That's what changed yesterday, and this wasn't just some disgruntled player This was one of the top five coaches in the game and also a guy who beat Saban who ended that incredible long run of Saban's dominance over former assistants.
1: Well, you know, Paul, that Jimbo Fisher, as he said, he knows where the bones are buried, right? He understands because he was part of it. He understood walking into a room at the time when it was deemed illegal to pay a player, help a player's family. He understood. Get all that. We we passed that. Nick Saban, in my opinion, and you're right, though, to say that he's talking to CEOs about the money because he was blindsided in this situation. He not only got beat by a and he got beat by Texas. He got beat by USC. He got beat by Ohio State on guys. Even though his class finished number two, some of those guys that he coveted went to other universities because the money wasn't quite long enough, and he didn't know that until the end. And I, and I feel bad for Nick because now he has to backpedal. He has to backpedal because if you tee too many people off that was in the room with you in the past, they will unveil your secrets and you will be exposed. And Nick doesn't want that. But, Paul, you see, this this is
2: where I disagree a little bit with Key on the back end. I I don't feel bad for Nick Saban. I, I don't have to call out other programs and specifically say their names about what they're doing to help people in the room that I am trying to recruit dollars from to give me more dollars. I can say, hey, there are programs out there that are paying people. There are programs in certain states, you know, I can name the state, but I don't have to name the program or the program. It felt like it was personal from Nick Saban's perspective, even though he was just randomly saying their names nonchalantly. You don't need to say the names with stating the obvious. You know what I mean, Paulie? Yeah, and
6: you're right. And And, and one other thing to add to this puzzle, is that Nick Saban just had to suffer through the worst draft night he, he has been through at Alabama since his dominance began, watching Kirby Smart just dominate the first round and the draft. That's where Nick Saban has usually been. So he's, he's really uh, in, a, in a two-pronged war with Kirby Smart to the east, who had 15 draft choices. He's got Jimbo out there. Now he has Brian Kelly mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge. And, and I know people cringe when we talk about age. I'm not, I'm not that young myself. Uh, but but Saban will turn seventy one. That's that that will be used against him. And, you know, while he's winning championships, it won't. But you know, he looks a little more vulnerable today, guys. And I, I and Jimbo decided I'm not wasting it. I've, I've I've got bombs in my arsenal. I'm I'm letting go. And you know, Saban can backpedal. He can he can crawfish. But but Jimbo
0: Fisher drew blood yesterday, and that's the first time I've seen somebody do that on Nick Saban. A man who never backpedals, Paul Feinbaum, at the Paul Feinbaum Show here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of Nick Saban, after he had a chance to take a step back and backpedal again, he went on U Radio and that's Sirius XM, and he said he should not have called anybody out by name.
6: Yeah, well, first of all, you know, I should have never really singled anybody out. You know, that was a mistake, and I really – apologize for that part of it but i'm not against name image and likeness i think it's a great thing for players um you know our players made a lot of money last year in name image and likeness but you know i told our players to you know get an agent get representation you know make what you can make players have always been able to work and i think that's a good thing
0: nick is very calculating paul you know that and a lot of people may look at and hear that and say he couched it back because it was calculated what he said before that. What are your thoughts on that?
6: Well, I, I don't want to jump topics here, but the main reason Nick Saban apologized yesterday was because of Deion Sanders. It had nothing to do with Jimbo Fisher. He, 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 those two guys are done. Uh, the second that Jimbo said that yesterday, and we didn't have the tape, but somebody asked him, had Saban called? and He said yes. And he said, I'm not talking to him. We're done. He, he knew that relationship didn't matter. He's concerned about Deion. Because Dion has a very loud voice uh, in in this platform and in this country, and and Saban, quite frankly, was was wrong, was more incorrect and more his comments more more outrageous toward Dion. Yep. What he said about Jimbo, had he added one or two more words, and by the way, that's legal, nobody would have cared. But he attacked Dion, and not only did he attack Dion on, on, on the recruitment of the top player in the country. He quoted, I read it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, I worked for a newspaper for 30 years. Hmm. Nobody, I, I, nobody talks about newspapers anymore in the sense that, yes, uh, that, that, makes it le- that makes it legitimate. I've heard Saban rip newspaper reports constantly over the years. So, I mean, that was, that, that was so wrong. And he's really, uh, I think Saban is quite fortunate this morning that the biggest topic in the college football world isn't the, uh, the, the baseless attack on Dion Sanders and Jackson State.
1: Yeah, it, it it that was a little bit surprising. The fact that Dion shot commercials with him, he's been around them. And yeah, you lose Travis Hunter to Jackson State. Unless Travis Hunter said, "How did I get a million dollars? My mom's still in the damn apartment with five kids. How could that possibly be?"
2: Yeah, I, I know, Paul. We're gonna move on to Dion in a second. But what does the public reprimand mean from Greg Sankey? curious to get your opinion on that nothing
0: exactly uh
6: i mean you got two guys here with a combined yearly income of 20 million dollars uh they're two of, uh, they're, you have the most dominant figure in the game you have one of the top five coaches in the game and i mean the commissioner did all he, i guess he can do and it, it would be one thing if this was the first time but this happened all this has already happened in the, in this calendar year uh, and, and he's got a real problem. And not only does the, the commissioner have an issue there, the, these guys are going to be sitting in a room together for two days, uh, the day after Memorial Day. Right. And I talked to a, uh, someone close to Jimbo Fisher yesterday, and I, said, and I mentioned the, the SEC meetings coming up, and he said Saban's lucky they weren't in a room together yesterday because it would have gotten physical. Oof. I mean, we're talking about a 50 and a 70 your old man. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: God, how would that look? <laughs>
0: Worst fight ever. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Paul Feinbaum, Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, and ESPN Raiders. So I'm expecting that your college game day show that you do on Saturdays will be the October 8th. We know college game day of ESPN is going to be the October 8th when these two meet. What do you expect, not before then, but even leading up to that game that's going to have so much hype based on the past couple of 48 hours? Well, let's, let's not forget
6: that Alabama will be the number one team in the country. They have the two best players in the country in Will Anderson and Bryce Young. So Alabama will be uh, a heavy favorite to win, and I think they will win that game. And, and that will that will take some of the sting away and, and, the, and the crowd that supports Saban, and that's most people uh, who have followed the sport, will, will say that Saban won. But ultimately, I, I don't think you can judge this yet because uh, I'm, I'm really interested in where Jimbo Fisher goes with this, whether he keeps pushing this narrative that Nick Saban uh, is this terrible c- character. I mean he called him a narcissist. You you heard the uh, the god complex situation. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he you know he he if you're an investigative reporter out there and you're looking for a cheap uh, get rich book, uh I'd be a, I'd I'd be at Jimbo Fisher's doorstep this morning saying, "Where do I go to find the uh, the bodies buried? Uh, you know, the, you know the the coach K uh, uh retirement tour is not the only uh, the only way to make money in this country." <laughs> hey, uh, it,
1: hey it, it, you know what? Well, come on, Paulie. He might die out of this. I've heard from some of his assistant coaches in the past, and not Lane Kiffin, everybody knows I'm close to Lane, but just some of his assistant coaches that have coached on Nick Saban that says some of the same things about him. Uh, they say it in private. This is why this was a little bit of a stinger, because Jimbo actually said it from a public standpoint. He didn't hold anything back. Where do you think, what happens now? Does Does Nick Saban all of a sudden get his wish in the financial sector of the NILs and, and raise more money, and now he becomes the number one class opposed to the number two class that potentially could be better than the number one class this year.
6: Yeah, that was probably a good fundraising event for him the other night because he's calling attention. But that's not going to solve the problem, yeah. Keyshawn. Sean. And I, I, th- I think Saban is vulnerable long term. I, I, I fully believe they'll win the national championship this year. And then the question is: Does Saban keep going, or does he, or does he say, you know what, maybe I better get out of here because? Uh, there, there are knives out, but but you're right about the assistants. Uh, we we both know plenty of assistants, and there's some brutal stories that would that would make a good book. Uh, they're not going to change the overall narrative on Nick Saban's career. Uh, he, the, the, the record speaks for itself, and that's that's really what what it comes down to. And I know I'm talking uh, to uh, two great athletes and Freddie Coleman here, but <laughs> the uh, in sports your championships trump everything else you you can be the worst guy in the world uh and I don't believe Saban is and that's all that we are going to view you by and I think Nick Saban will win out there but but this is a new chapter and and I will say it's it's it's, it if you're sitting in Nick Saban's house this morning you have to be worried his he cannot afford uh, another misstep like that because I think the knives are out. I think you'll hear more reporting of him by media members who he has berated over the over the past, probably as recently as last week, and and I think some of the some of the the shine of Nick Saban's career will start being uh, unravelled because of what Jimbo
0: said. Uneasy on the head lies that crown, even when it comes to Nick Saban. Paul, always a pleasure, my friend. Keep it the great work. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Paul. Thanks, guys. It was fun. Right, really, really enjoyed it. Great stuff by Paul Feinbaum from the Paul hey, you know Feinbaum what, Show, 3 to 7 p.m. Yes, okay.
1: I think they share the same agent, Jay. Oh no! Oh, way.
0: Jimbo and Nick Saban. No I way.
1: think so. I'm probably 98
2: percent sure, Freddie. I'm yeah. gonna look that up though.
0: But that summer barbecue would be interesting at the agent's
2: I'll you, house. I'll tell you this: so I, I hope we can be at that game. I hope we can do our broadcast. College, that game. Yeah, you should.
0: Yeah, like, uh, you yes, guys need be to be down there. there for that. Yeah, you need I to. Need to
2: I need to see all that. What that looks like key pregame, oh my what it looks like postgame. I need to see all of it.
0: Mm, my goodness. Uh,
2: they'll be friends by the end. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, see. don't, I don't so, know. I don't Someone so. took
0: it personal, and it wasn't Nick Saban. Because Jimbo
2: Ke- said yesterday uh, on his press conference, that, you know, has Nick Saban reached out to you. He said, yeah, yeah. and I haven't picked up my yeah. phone yeah. call. Said, we're, we're done. done.
0: Completely we're done. done. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And Paul Feinbaum talked about this. Take a listen what Nick Saban said about Deion Sanders at AL.com on Wednesday night.
6: We have a rule right now that says you cannot use name, image, likeness to entice a player to come to your school. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division I player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it.
0: When he said paper, pay- 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 anything about pay- it. When he said paper people pay- pay- looked at their money, he said paper. I don't see anything on my paper here about Deion Sanders in terms of that when he talk about reading the paper. So
2: we're reading newspapers,
0: yeah, so. yeah, well, apparently in <laughs> the saving household, they still like to look at that and have the Saturday evening post Copy, yeah. from that standpoint. Deion Sanders did respond to Anscape, refuting the claim that Travis Hunter, who he signed, the number one recruit in the country, has a one million dollar NIL deal. He said, and I quote, I don't make a million. Travis ain't built like that. Travis ain't chasing the dollar. Travis is chasing greatness. Travis and his family don't get down like that. They never came to us in search of the bag. They're not built like that. This kid wants to be great, Key. End quote.
1: Mm. Yeah, it, it, uh, Travis, I mean, you think about it. Travis and his mother are in an apartment, and the claims are he has a million dollars. The kid said it himself, and whether or not, he did get a million dollars in an NIL deal that was through a sponsor. Whatever the case may be, it's legal. Everybody else is doing it. So why pick on an HBCU school because you wanted the kid and the kid wind up going to play for Dion. Why, why bring Dion into your issue? You don't even play Jackson State. You You'll never see Jackson State on the field. Why bring him into your conversation and issues that you have – with Texas, Texas A&M, USC, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan, some of the teams that you got to go up against. Clemson. Why bring Dion into this?
2: Oh, you know, Keith, For me, I'm like, oh, okay. Now you're attacking the talking face of black college football. Like that. That's 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 what Nick Saban is doing. For like, so look, I'm not even gonna go there. Let's bring go it ahead. back a little. No, bit. no, no. no go let's there. bring it back for a little bit. First okay. off. Two things key. Number one, we don't need to confuse anymore the word cheating with college sports. It's no longer cheating. It's doing business, which business has always been done as usual in college. Mm-hmm. Now we just have to be more transparent about it. But here's something that I think would solve a lot of stuff for everybody so we can see what people are playing with. And this is where I think college sports needs to get to. If we're talking about Fortune 500 companies, you have quarterly earning meetings. Make it public. Be a public company. Show me your spreadsheet. How much are you paying, guys? That's cool. Well, what it is, though, Jay. But, but Key, like I was saying, if you rem- if you give transparency to the product, then it takes away all the talk about all your pay. Yeah, because if you if you have more money in the bank, you can pay kids more. Okay. You have more
1: it's deals. Not, Just show people. Why not? It's not the actual athletic programs that's giving the money. It's put people connected to the athletic For programs. For
2: sure. But I'm saying, so if Keith, I
1: go to you. And, and I'm just using you as an example, and you own one of your big companies, and I could go to you and say, hey, I want to sign Freddie Coleman. I need your help. Let's sign him to a three-year NIL deal where he signs his picture 100 times, and for each picture, we give him $100,000. That'll get the deal done, and we can get the pictures away on campus for
2: free. Yeah. That's the sort of stuff that's going on with the money guys. I get it. My thing is just make it public knowledge. Make it pub- public knowledge what deals are for kids and what they're getting. Or There's we no can, harm in that, right?
0: Or, or we can keep having Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban go back and forth because I guarantee someone's going to make money off of that. Oh, off of those comments. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Somebody's going to sell that off the back to somebody else and make money off
1: I of that. I want to know where the bones are buried. I well, need to see y- all that.
0: We need to see it? <laughs> We're never <laughs> going to hear it, no matter what Jimbo Fisher had to say. Marcus Smart was the bone that stepped up in game two and led to a Celtics win. Jay Will's going to tell you the one play that needs to step up for Miami if they have any chance to win this series. G. Sean, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast.
7: Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric E-Bites, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes, and one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range so you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com.